At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Running on a Friday evening live from the Circus Sportsbook alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We are less than 24 hours away from the start of divisional weekend. By this time tomorrow night, we'll be in the midst of Packers and 49ers. Bengals Titans starts us off. Rams and Bucks on Sunday. And then the conclusion of the weekend, the finale. The rightful finale, the Bills and the Chiefs. Level of excitement, Mr. King, of what we're about to witness this A 10 weekend. on a scale of 10. I mean, it's put up a shut-up time. I mean, you see the roster of quarterbacks we get to watch do their thing this weekend. I am so excited. I cannot wait. I've already prepared my chair. I have my pillow in the perfect spot. <laughs> I've got a new coaster so that as I'm hydrating, I don't put rings upon the table. And I have my selection of cigars already play, uh, picked out for the weekend. I mean, it sounds like you're ready, ready to, to go. go. Ready to go. Uh, I mean, we are about to walk into a weekend yes, we of are. football where we have no team and I a have bigger answers. favorite mm-hmm. than seven points. Yep. But I Re- have the answers. Regardless of how these games play out, our predictions, the fact that we're stepping foot into a weekend of four NFL playoff games and there is no favorite bigger than five and a half, Sean. Mm-hmm. It is spectacular. And yeah, I just I, I can't wait to to sit down to take it all in, and hopefully it is as competitive as the odds makers expect it to be. I think it is. I'm terrified about my bets, but you know what? I'm about to ease your ease your Got, Gotta believe in it. So I've made our listeners or asked our listeners and our followers to wait all week for today, where I will unveil. <laughs> Big King's best bet. And listen, as I explained to Nikki Pats in the back, one of our directors, he didn't agree with Big King's best bet. But I told him sometimes when you're presented with genius, you just have to blindly follow. (laughs) Big King's best bet of the divisional round, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Take the Chiefs 
at home, minus two. Everyone's going to be on the Bills because of the wonderful performance. I told you last week, Bills' best bet, Mm -hmm. never in doubt. This week, it's Kansas City. Roll with the experience and veteran combination of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. At home, you know how hard it is to beat a team twice in the same year. A good team, especially beat them at home. No, the Chiefs fans will be into this one from start to finish. You will see a performance by Patrick Mahomes that will go down in the books as one of the greatest playoff performances ever. Chiefs minus two, Big King's best bet of the divisional round. Don't talk yourself out of it. Just go to the window, give them the number at that corresponding casino or online option, and hit play. I don't disagree. Um... This is, I do feel like it is a bit of that overreaction. You look at all of the teams at home this weekend, all are field goal favorites or more outside of Kansas City. Uh, every, every line is tight, obviously. You got Titans three and a half, Packers five and a half, Bucks two and a half or three. Most spots it's three. Is there a two and a half? Yeah, there's a two and a half out there. DraftKings juiced. Then you got Kansas City one and a half, a couple spots. Just got bumped up back to two here at Circa. This does feel like a little bit, and now ultimately what happened last weekend, it was you know San Francisco that won the game, but it feels a little bit like last weekend where everybody was on San Francisco against Dallas. What did we had seen from San Francisco to close out the regular season? Now, they ended up winning against Dallas, but Buffalo played a near-perfect game against the New England Patriots, a game that you and I both really liked that spot. Mm-hmm. Kansas City got off to a slow start, but ultimately they did what Kansas City does, and they had that stretch of 35 unanswered points down seven to nothing in the second quarter. Yeah, I I haven't played this game, um, but if I did play it, and I probably will ultimately, I would take Kansas City as well. Well, not only am I playing it, I'll have the most money of anything that I bet on wager on this particular contest. I think it's a... Uh... 3.30 Eastern kick, if I'm not mistaken. Specific. Uh, specific, yeah. So, yep, January 23rd, 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Bills and Chiefs kick. Big King's best battle of the divisional round of the playoffs. Kansas City Chiefs minus two. Don't overthink it. Don't allow other information to talk you out of it. You trusted me last week, and I got you paid. What did I say? Buffalo Bills, best bet, never in doubt versus New England Patriots. I said live underdog, second favorite play of the weekend, San Francisco 49ers. That one was kind of in doubt at the end, but ultimately they pulled it through. Now we fast forward to the divisional round. Big Kings, best bet, Kansas City Chiefs minus two. I actually think the Rams are the only live underdog as far as being able to win the contest outright. But I'm going to stay away from the Rams and Bucks game and just watch as a fan. The one thing I've learned since I've been here, you don't have to bet them all. <laughs> that is true. Whatever amount of money you were going to budget for that particular day, if you like one game, put it all on that game. And I'm telling you, that game this Sunday is the Kansas City Chiefs minus two. I just made a bet right now. Uh, I'm going Wisconsin second half. So we're at the half of Michigan State. They're Wisconsin. getting mollywhopped. They're down 42 to 26. Couldn't play any worse. <clears throat> so you're down 16. You're laying five and a half in the second half. Meaning, if Wisconsin loses by 10 or less, you cover. We're going to win that bet. So uh, I'm going to roll with that one. 
Wisconsin minus five and a half just played it here. See, on I wish you to ask me. The only reason why is I truly believe like you play how you look, and they went in the uh, the closet and pulled out the ugliest Wisconsin uniforms I've ever seen. So unless they're going to change uniforms at the half, I don't see a different performance. That, that is awful. <laughs> Big old U and a W. I mean, you don't even look like Wisconsin, does it? I mean, be it's honest. got red and white. It's I mean, got red and man, white aside on Aside from the color scheme, like, have you ever seen Wisconsin? By, by the way, I'm just – I, I UW? I'm hoping this isn't a bad omen here. We got Wisconsin getting smoked at the half at the Kohl Center in Madison. Uh, the Bucks are down one to the Bulls at the five-serve forum there in Milwaukee. I don't want this to be bad juju for the Green Bay Packers heading into Saturday night. But, yeah, Wisconsin right now shot 9 of 13 from the field in the first half. And Michigan State shot 17 of 29. Look, Michigan State very well could win this game, but there's going to be some regression. And for a Wisconsin team that has been rolling as of late, they're at home. They're coming off a close win against Northwestern. Uh, I didn't like this game pregame. Uh, but now I'm getting them essentially plus ten and a half. I, I'll take I'll take the Badgers here in the second half minus five and a half. Uh, can I give uh, the Puckstradamus plays tonight? Because a couple people may want to put please go a, a late bet in. I have uh, two different Puckstradamus plays going. The one I'm already sweating, and it started off wonderfully. I took the Minnesota Wild on the puck line tonight plus two o four. Guess what? The Wild are up five zero. To make this ticket a reality, I have the St. Louis Blues tonight who were off yesterday playing a cracking team on the second night of a back-to-back on the puck line. Blues are plus 146. Panthers minus two and a half, plus 120. I just think the Panthers are better than tonight's opponent. However, there is one that has not started yet. I took the Lightning and the Lightning over, Blues and Blues over. So Puxodamus has two different parlays on this beautiful Friday night. Maybe we get get some extra cash and even add to the amount of money we're going to wager on Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. If you just tuned in, if you missed it, that is Big King's best bet of the divisional round. Um, Are you running bet my uh, Puxanomas play? No. I gave you a bet that hit tonight, and you didn't bet it, so, you know. I got here too late. Well, that's... Uh, the St. Bonnie's game started it's a, at four. It, I walked it's in a at magi- It's a magical thing. It's called a telephone. Uh, you can utilize it by getting an application. Well, and again, you download said application, and then you walk to you have a more, kiosk. You have more discipline than me. I don't need an app on my phone. If, like, I need to have to get up well, and drive I, to a brick and mortar. Well, when I tell you, hey, when I get a text from Sean King, and he says, what plays do you like? And I said, I like Maryland. But I played it before the Kofi Coburn news come out. By the way, outright winner, no big deal. And then I like St. Bonaventure in a bounce back spot coming off a loss. I agreed with you. And then you don't bet it. Well, I was getting my what toes am I, what am tickled I to at do? the time. I had them. my toes tickled. <laughs> I was. I was getting, getting my toes tickled. Yeah, I had them in go. the water, you know, well, working if, on my toes. I wear flip-flops all the time, well, so I make sure my, my feet look good. I mean, it sounds so like. So I couldn't just jump up before the lady was finished. Well, it sounds like that. A pedicure would be a wonderful place to fire away on some bets. In yeah, my opinion. That's why I don't have the app. Seems like you're missing out. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we, we got so much to get to. Dave Ross is going to join us bottom of the hour. I like Dave. Saucy, as, uh, as people from the uh, D.C. area would call him. <clears throat> um, 
He needs a mate. I, I'll be honest. I, I am not a big UFC guy. Not in the sense that I don't like watching the fights. I just, I'm not into it. I don't bet it a ton. But I was, you know, doing my homework today for the show, and I'm listening to all of the lead-up to the the serial gone Francis Ngannou fight. Man, I am all in on this thing. This thing has storylines, like, all over the place. It, you know, we've got trainers that don't like fighters. We got uh, CEOs that don't like fighters. We got dudes trying to leave the company. It's like WWE, except, you know, actually really happening. So I'm fired up. We'll get more on that. And, and, you want to let the people know? Bert Emanuel, he caught that pass. Buccaneers 1999 receiver, the infamous Bert Emanuel catch rule will be here at 7.30 on the nightcap. Take a quick break. We'll be back. See how Tim's second half Wisconsin wage was going. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap is being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouch. It's a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and uh, very excited. Bottom of the hour, Bert Emanuel will join us. The Bert Emanuel rule coming from the catch that was ruled an incompletion in the NFC Championship in 2000, the 1999 season, when this gentleman right here was mm -hmm. the starting quarterback. There you go. Look at that picture right there for those of you watching on visa.com. There's Sean King in the backfield. Are you giving a, a 
Is that a fist bump? Is Absolutely. That a, is that a is that a Man, we were about to win the game. We were going to the Super Bowl. That was gonna make it third and ten. Yeah. And we had done this all year. Instead, it was third and twenty-three after they overruled it. They threw some pressure at you, and then the fourth and twenty-three, you just had to throw it yeah. into the end zone. So it changed the uh, trajectory of the game. And I went back and watched the the highlights of that game tonight. Uh, prior to the show, Sean, I I have no idea. What was the what was the rationale? What was the ruling? Did they say it moved? Because I well, I, I watched it. I'm, we didn't know it was being reviewed. <laughs> you know, because we th- I threw the ball to Bert. Yeah, he caught that pass. We called timeout. Yeah. So if you notice, if you if you ever watch the highlights, we're about to break the huddle. Like we're actually breaking the huddle, and the ref comes and says, "Stay in the huddle." We didn't even know it was getting reviewed. And then I kind of looked at the sideline, and Tony's, you know, got his mouth open, like, in disbelief. And I was like, uh, not sure what's happening, but it doesn't look like it's good. But never in our minds did we think that it was anything remotely involving the catch. Like, I was presuming that, okay, so there's- the, the wrong amount of time was on the clock or, you know, maybe St. Louis had called a, a time. I thought something like never in our mind did we think the catch was getting reviewed. There was 40 after the completion, or we thought completion, 47 seconds to go, second and 10 yep. from the St. Louis 22. About to be touchdown. Down 11 to 6. We had a nice little play, red zone play. What was the play? Uh, I forget exactly what it's called. Who were we going to get the ball to? Uh, I think it was going to uh, either All-Star on like a little wheel route, but I also had the option to, I think it was Jacquez was running a double move outside. So we had some stuff going too. Like we felt really good in the position we were in. Mm, mm, mm. By the way, the St. Louis Blues scored. That's great. There you uh, go. One zero. Uh, if I can get the Florida Panthers game on one of the uh, top <laughs> TVs as well, I have two of the three. I have Blues on, Lightning on. Uh, I also need the Panthers on. There we go. There you go. We got. Uh, we got. Patrick is at it tonight. By the way, all of these winnings are going on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah? Yes, I'm, I'm going to win these games tonight. So, I was driving in, and we'll get to my bankroll, but I said the, the bet yesterday, and uh, my favorite play of the weekend is a money line parlay with the Titans and the Packers. So, it's, it's about plus 120 juice. Is that your bankroll? Uh, you'll see. You'll see. Oh, God. Um, I hope when you got here, they told you to change it. Why? <laughs> I mean, I saw yours. Yeah, you're gonna Good. love mine. Yeah, mine's Gucci. Have I have I ever been scared of your bankroll? No, 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 no. I just didn't know if you knew that they were so similar. I don't I don't make my bankroll based upon what I think you're doing. I do it what I actually bet. So these oh. are bets that I actually have made. Well, I already have this bet. So I already answered. But my question to you, Sean, Titans, Bengals, and Packers, 49ers. The more and more I think about it, and we've talked about this game, and, and this is what happens when you have big games like this. You, you start to doubt your, your initial thoughts. I'm starting to think that the 49ers are pretty live in this spot. Nick Bosa's going to be back. Nah. Warner's playing. Nah. Trent Williams, your guy, is, is mauling people. It's going to be cold. It, it leads to the run game let, let me, being me. a huge emphasis there. I just, I, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, who's going to screw up my money line parlay. Is it the Bengals 
or is it the 49ers? And of you the have two, the Bengals on the parlay? No, 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 no. I have the Titans and oh, I have the Packers. Oh, you said which underdog? So which one is going to blow it up for me? And I feel like it's more so the 49ers than it would be the Bengals. You safe, homie. You Gucci. You <laughs> I got hope this. so. Yeah, you got this. Be nice. Yeah. You rolling with your boy King this weekend. That's 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 big stuff. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, last week we were pretty similar, too. That, that, that's the impact of being around me Monday through Friday for, like, what, five months now? You keep – you were just louder about the Bills bet. I was on the I didn't Bills. even mention the Bills bet. I'm talking I'm just, about the bets this week. I'm just saying. I'm talking about the bets this yeah. week. Yeah, and, and we, when we look at our bankrolls, you know. Yeah, I'm slowly molding you into Gangster G. You so you're going from about? the ginger genius to gangster G. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, slowly. I just, I mean. Looks like a good bet, Wisconsin. They came out. They're playing better. It's 42-31. Captain Mush, they, they scored the first five points. And immediately, as Sean says it, Michigan State goes I just happened to look down there. <laughs> yes, my, uh, my play. Hold oh, oh, We have to give and acknowledge Aaron Oster. And the University of Maryland I acknowledge men's it. basketball I a, team. I had a big bet. Big on, upset on the tonight. Today. Upset number seventeen, Illinois. Early this morning, there yeah. was there was some whispers. There was so it was interesting. I was kind of, you know, I get home from work. I, I have a I have a nightcap. I'm just kind of surfing around. I saw a tweet that showed Illinois' team arriving in wherever the airport is near Maryland. And then someone quote tweeted it and said that Kofi Coburn had put something on like, I don't know, TikTok or whatever. And it had his location being Champaign, Illinois. Wow. And I was like, huh, I got to kind of the gears going. And then Jeff Goodman tweeted out this morning. There were a couple other whispers about Kofi Coburn not being that. And then Jeff Goodman tweeted out the line hadn't moved yet. I grabbed six and a half. It didn't matter. They they won outright. Good for the Terps. Big win for them. Wow. Illinois, a team that that you're intrigued about. You know, Aaron brought this up. It, they've got some ugly losses, but they're going to be one of those weird teams where. Uh, you know, if they get things right, they, they could be scary. At, yeah, at some I, didn't, I didn't like the way uh, Kofi played against the two big guys from Purdue. I thought he looked shell-shocked. Like, wow, there are people in this world that are bigger than me. How about, by the way, how about you embracing a little stink when we had Jim on talking about stinky lines. Yeah. And you picked out Indiana. Yeah. Plus three and a half outright winner. You also picked out Colorado. Got unlucky in that oh. Yeah, that, I, was, I, of course, that was a bad beat. I had both of them, and uh, Colorado wasn't able to get there. Uh, I was kind of disappointed Wisconsin's because I didn't just take getting dogged right Indiana like, money line. But the line was telling you that Indiana was the Oh, side. absolutely. Yeah. Plus three and a half. It was beautiful. I'm excited to talk to Burt, man. Yeah. Yeah, you guys catch up much? Yeah, not as much as we probably should. Yeah. But, again, he lives in, I think, Texas. Okay. Yeah. That's coming up. By the bottom of the hour, uh, a little uh, a little reunion as we're getting close and close. Uh, the anniversary of that game is coming up this weekend on Sunday. So when the Rams and Buccaneers are playing, that will be the 22-year anniversary of the Bird Emanuel catch. Mm-hmm. You're definitely going to be mentioned on the NBC broadcast. See, I kind of feel a certain way because I'm not, like, mentioned in the actual rule change. It's the Bert Emanuel catch. You're the guy threw the ball. It could have been, like, the king to Emanuel, like, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I don't know. They could have came up with something. 
I was watching, so I, I went on YouTube and I was watching the NFL Primetime, you know, that, that great show with, uh, with Tom, uh, with uh, Chris Berman and uh, Tom Jackson. Man, they just glossed right over it. They're like, yeah, it was overturned. I was like, man, you're not going to get into it and how bad of a call it was? I think the powers that be wanted St. Louis in that championship game. I really do. Well, they ended up winning in an all-timer against the Titans. But, man, you were right there. Yeah, we'd have banged Tennessee. Who, how much do you think about that? Because who who knows? I didn't think about it at all until. Because you win the Super Bowl that year. I'm not trying to. Until the Rams, you know, and Bucks showed up again. It is what it is. I mean, the Rams were in St. Louis at the time. So then Todd Light hits me up. He was the safety I saw for the Rams. That. Yeah, talking trash. All right. We get some get back on Sunday. Let's go Tampa. We got to talk about that game. We will uh, as the show goes on. But up next, you're not going to want to miss it. 22 years ago, the NFC Championship game, Rams and Buccaneers ended in controversy involving this gentleman right here and our next guest, Bert Emanuel. He will join us on the nightcap right here on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Head to vcin.com slash podcast. You can get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got a host of other podcasts. They're all free, available now, vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. January 23rd, 2022, the Rams will visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. January 23rd, 2000, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visited the St. Louis Rams in the NFC Championship game. This gentleman right here was the starting quarterback, a young, handsome devil. Aaron Abs. And Bert Emanuel was one of his favorite receivers. And on second and 23 from the St. Louis 35-yard line, beautiful pass, even better catch, I must say. 13-yard gain. You're ready to go. Timeout, third and 10. From the 22-yard line, and then, as they would say, history ensued. Do you want to welcome in our next guest, Sean? Absolutely. Eight-year veteran in the National Football League, good friend of mine, and the receiver that they changed the rule and named it the Bert Emanuel Catch Rule. Bert Emanuel, welcome to the Nightcap. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Now, do you get nostalgic? Because Tim asked me this question earlier, and I was like, you know, I really never really think about this until someone else brings it up. But little did we know that the next time that the Rams and the Bucks met in the playoffs, it'd be on the anniversary, basically, of, you know, that play between me and you. Have Has it haunted you throughout these years? You know, it has. Um, and it was something that, I, I never really talked about, you know, I, you know, as a, as a professional after every game, you know, you, there's a, there's a certain amount of self reflection reflection 
you know, did I make the right decision? Did I miss a ball? Did I miss a catch? Did I miss a shot? Uh, depending on the sport. And so, you know, you, yeah, I, I can remember sitting at my locker after that game, total chaos, uh, confusion, confettis raining down from the, the stadium. We're getting ushered off the field, and I'm sitting at my locker thinking, what exactly just happened? I don't know, but I do know that this is going to be the biggest controversy probably in the history of sports. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I think living with the fact for so many years that potentially, you know, I was maybe the, 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 the reason why we didn't advance to the Super Bowl has been tough. Uh, it really has. And so to answer the question, yes, uh, you know, for so many years, uh, you know, I, I displayed jerseys and helmets and pictures and all kinds of things for my career, but I had never showed the catch. I never talked about it. Um, people had, you know, over the years called and every time they, they heard birdie manual rule on TV, it was kind of cool to listen to that, but something that I didn't celebrate at all. You know, Bert, I really want to hear you express what happened. Like, tell me from the time you caught the ball to the time the ref comes out and says it's been overturned. What's your recollection of exactly what happened? Because I think I remember, but, you know, I was a little baby then. I had a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know, let, let me start by saying, this is the first time since 1999 that Sean and I have actually talked about this openly. Um, And so it wasn't until NFL films came in probably four or five years ago that it was never talked about. No one ever asked me a question. Um, There was just dead silence concerning this play and this rule. So uh, it's certainly something uh, that I've had to live with, you know, for the last 23 years. And so, you know, I, I remember the momentum switching, right? We, you know, Ricky Prohl had just caught an unbelievable touchdown in the back of the end zone. Um, and we had the ball. And I, I, I believe it, as far as I can remember, I had made a couple of catches on this drive and we had the momentum. And so, I don't exactly remember the play call, Sean, uh, but what I do remember is coming out of that route, uh, putting my left foot in the ground and coming out of that route, that ball was on me quick. And the only thing I could do was really reach out and dive for the ball and pull the ball to my chest. And so, but it was so routine. I mean, this wasn't, you know, in terms of difficulty, you know, this wasn't a difficulty of, you know, eight, nine, or 10. And this was like a four or five. I mean, this was something I had done, you know, hundreds of times in practice and hundreds of times, you know, over the years. So I actually fell to the ground, got up, looked at the side judge. I knew that the, that the route and the play was short of the first down. So immediately it was, Hey, I got to call a timeout. And so I, I looked over, I just motioned that it was a catch. I called timeout. Uh, Sean, I don't know if you remember, we walked to the sideline, and mm-hmm. Coach Dungy 
said, hey, look, you know, we've we got a chance. We're moving. Um, you know, what do you guys feel here? And I told him that um, I thought, you know, calling two plays because time was running down would be the best scenario. So um, we talked about, I think it was a, a little seam read in the corner route in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, coach said, okay, um, are you guys ready to play in the Super Bowl? And I said, I'm ready. Right about then, I don't even know if I got ready completely out of my mouth. Um, the official walks over and says, hey, um, Tony, we're going to uh, review the last play. And so we, we all look at each other like, what, what are you talking about? Review the last play. What, what are you reviewing? And he says, well, we got a buzz on our hip. They wanted to take another look at the catch. And so Tony looks at me and he says, you caught it, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I caught it. I mean, it wasn't even close. I mean, this wasn't even an issue. And at that point, everything started, you know, kind of coming full circle like, you got to be kidding me. You know, most people don't realize that was also the first year of instant replay. Uh-huh. And so, you know, the, the NFL had decided to use modern technology basically to help avoid human error. And so not only did modern technology fail us, uh, but we also got failed by human error. Uh, someone deciding, you know, to take a, a closer look at this particular play and then just overanalyze it. And so, yeah, I, I can remember it like it was yesterday. You know, it's amazing because I remember us calling timeout, Bert, and I felt like we had already discussed in the huddle what the next play was going to be. And we were about to break the huddle, and the ref ran in and was like, uh, you know, don't leave the huddle yet. And then I remember looking at the sign because I was talking to Clyde during the timeout. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, with you, you and Tony, and I had already decided that I was going to pump and try and hit the corner in the back of the end zone. If it wasn't there, I was checking down to Warwick because Warwick had made some, right. some some spectacular things. And then like just mentally, I could not reset mm. when they overturned the catch. So that's why like the ultimate plays that followed. You know, I was in a blur. And, and, and just to yeah, yeah. kind of put in perspective how, like, incidents can impact and affect people so differently, you know, this feel, I feel like this has really bothered a good friend of mine, Bert Emanuel. Yeah. Whereas, because Bert, I think, was in year six at the time, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I think you had put uh, four yeah, Falcons in for four. the Falcons yeah. and one in Tim's your second year in Tampa. I was a rookie. Yep, this was year six. Yep. Yep. I, yep. I, I didn't yep. see the impact of – what happened ultimately with Mike Shula getting fired, Hardy Nickerson yeah. going to Green yeah. Bay, Burt going to Miami, yeah. and none of those guys yeah. getting a chance to be there when we actually won it. You know, I was so mad in my mind. I was like, okay, we're going to show them next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a young player, yeah. you think it's easy yeah. to get to the championship game. It's not. It is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know, Sean, you, when we all walked to the sideline, we, we went different directions. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, I went to talk to Clyde. out on the field, and you went to talk to Clyde. Tony walked out because I, I think there were two plays before that I caught a ball over the middle, mm-hmm. and they said that it was a delay of game. Oh, uh, it, it was, was a crossing like a, route. Like and you ran all the way down to like a route. 10. Yeah. yeah, it was like a 20-yard, 30-yard gain, and it got called back. And so Tony had walked to me and said, hey, look, I know you're feeling it. What do you feel here? And I said, you know, we can go seeing, but I really like the corner. 
And we we were having hey, this Burp. conversation. He's like, "Hey, Burp, yeah. we yeah. gotta pay two bills, and we are gonna get those bills paid in the break. I'm gonna keep you for another segment. If okay. that's okay. All right, sounds good. Okay. Yep. Bert Emanuel reminiscing one of the most infamous plays in NFL history. More on that on the other side. Stick around. It's the nightcap on Veasan. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We keep it rolling here on the Nightcap alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and, and this has been a treat. Bert Emanuel sticking around for another segment. 22 years ago this weekend, as the Rams and Buccaneers hit the field on January 23rd, 2022, it was January 23rd, 2000, when the Buccaneers trailed the greatest show on turf, 11 to 6, 11 to 6, think about that, in the closing minute, Sean King to Bert Emanuel, 13-yard reception down to the 22-yard line, and then controversy ensued and uh, these two gentlemen have uh, have been reminiscing about it you know before I let you guys just jump back into it because it's just been a fascinating conversation um to think you know how that Super Bowl unfolded with you know Kevin Dyson coming up a yard short and then you know the way that you guys played um you know what was the play Bert that you and Tony were talking about that you were mentioning. And then Sean, you were, you were talking to the OC at the time. What was the play on third and 10 from the 22 yard line down 11 to six to get you guys to the Super Bowl? Yeah. So I, I believe Sean is correct. We had called two routes earlier and Tony, as I'm walking to the sideline, Tony is reassuring himself and me do I feel comfortable with those routes? And I said, yeah, you know, this, Hey, uh, it's either a seam route or it's a corner. I've got this guy all day long. Um, you know, and, and Sean can, can drop that corner, that ball in, in the back of the end zone. And he, at that particular time, he smiled and he said, you're ready to go to the Super Bowl, Right. And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> and I mean, and at that point, the, it just felt like everything just fell apart. Um, you know, it, 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 because it was the first year of instant replay, replay, he only had 90 seconds to make a decision. I believe that this went on 
over two minutes. Um, and then there's another really important issue here. At the time, if you call timeout and you lost the call, the call was overturned, the timeout was supposed to be given back to the team. And so they ran time off the clock, they moved us back, and they never returned the timeout. And then I think, Sean, it was a Hail Mary, game was over, people were pushing us off the field, uh, confetti's coming down from the, from the stadium uh, uh, ceiling, and game's over. Uh, and it was just, what in the world has happened? And so that's, I mean, I can see it and feel it just like it happened yesterday. Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't. I don't remember much after. I remember I threw the ball out of bounds on fourth down. Yep. I do remember that because you yep. never practiced. Well, a you Hail were Mary. Hit, You were hit on third, right? They brought yeah. pressure, and you just got it out of your right. hands. Which you never, I don't know how that wasn't grounding. You never throw a hail mary from the thirty. No. So no. like we no. ran like all verticals, and I was about to throw it on the line, but then they have like five guys standing at the goal line. So then like I don't yeah. know. I. I, yeah. I I wasn't yeah. as mature mentally as I am now with handling, like, adversity. Because, like, you really, in that moment, need someone to say, just take five deep breaths and, and slow down. But, Bert, as we fast forward to now, the wide receiver position has evolved tremendously. The game of football is foreign as compared to the version that was played that day in St. Louis. I remember Derek uh, Brooks breaking Torrey Holt's ribs. He hit him so hard on a slant route. They yep. probably would kick Derek mm -hmm. out the game for that kind exactly. of violent hit in today's game. When you look at this week's divisional games, we're going to go game by game. Just give me your opinion on each game and, and tell me one thing that maybe jumps out as to why you feel like that. I guess we can start with the game of note, the Los Angeles Rams with Matthew Stafford, now a quarterback, travel to Tampa to play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, what's your opinion on how this one's going to turn out? Well, I, you know, hey, look, I was in New England when Tom took over. Um, I used to stay after practice. I was in my eighth or ninth year, and and I used to catch balls with Tom every single day. And, you know, I, it's a scenario where you look back on his career over the last 20 years, you just really don't want to bet against Tom. Um, I think he has done a hell of a job of coming in and establishing, you know, this this um, this culture of winning and perfection and figuring it out and finding a way. And so I just think that that Tampa's just got too much. They got too much moxie going on, and uh, they'll advance. Well, and I think it's karma too, right, Bert? I mean, Absolutely. come on, come on. I mean, you. On the anniversary of the play, it's karma. I mean, the, the I mean, maybe the Rams will have a controversial play go go against it. But I'm just curious though because I will, you know, the odds as we are here on a gambling network, I'll say the odds are like minus 500, if not longer or shorter, I should say, that they're going to bring it up on the broadcast. They have to. It's it's like written in the contract. These two teams are playing. So Bert, when you're sitting there, and even you, Sean. What will be your thought process when they when they go through it? And it's an NBC game, so Al and Chris will be talking about it. Uh, what will you, what will your mindset be? Will you get a smile on your face, or will, will your teeth start to grind a little bit? <laughs> I, you know, for me, I, I I think I can smile now. Um, you know, I I think it's 
I've gotten over kind of the psychological impact of it. Um, and I, I think I'm able to embrace it now. Um, you know, ironically, it was my 11 year old son that asked me, Hey, why don't you have the pitcher anywhere? And so he helped me kind of think more big picture, um, in terms of, uh, you know, you're, you know, you, you've been able to impact the game in a positive way. And so, you know, be happy about that because it's very, very unique. So I, I'll probably be smiling. Um, I, I think it would be kind of unique if, if uh, the Rams have the same scenario and it goes against them <laughs> and uh, Tampa advances. And so uh, I might be tweeting a little bit about that if that happens. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just, I went back, I watched the play a ton of times. I, I'm just, you know, this show, what makes it successful is we rag on each other all the time. Bert, he could have put it on you a little bit better, right? I mean, I mean, do we really well, need to lead you to dive and make well, the catch? Could, well, could he well, stuck hey, you look, in the numbers look, a little look, bit more? According to my 18-year-old son now, I ran the route wrong. Oh. He's like, hey, look, you know, you had your feet too close together. You're supposed to have a wider base so that you can explode out of that so you don't have to die for it. And so I'm sitting here going back and forth with this 18, 17, 18-year-old. And then finally I said, hold on a minute. I'm the pro. You're not the pro. You're not supposed to critique me. I ran the route right. Sean threw the ball, and I made the play. And, and you and know, then I, I, and then I turn around. I'm like, why am I so heated here? Why am I so defensive? <laughs> and, Bert, I've watched the play from the All-22, and they were actually in their dime package. And uh. the – what would be the the nickel in nickel defense was to his outside, and I was a young quarterback, so I kind of had stared Burt down. So he was driving. If you notice, when Burt catches that ball, there are two Rams that are converging yeah. on him. So like, exactly because yeah. I didn't do a good job with my eye discipline of, of looking the other way, but I was like, okay, I don't want to miss Burt coming out of this route because it's kind of like a field route. It wasn't a specific yardage. Yeah. You know, he was running it yeah. off of the, the leverage of the defender. So, right. Well, right. We, only right. Got, we only got about a little less than two minutes, Bert. Sean is very bullish that there's no doubt in his mind you're scoring on that drive and you're winning the Super Bowl. Do you keep – you have the same sentiment – after that catch, it's third and 10 from the 22. You've already talked about the two plays with Tony Dungy. He, as you said, you ready to go play in the Super Bowl. You winning that game, and are you winning the Super Absolutely. Bowl that year? We're, we're winning that game, and we're winning the Super Bowl. Absolutely, hands down, no question about it. Even, even though it was a weird moment and a weird score, and the score was 11 to 6, and, and, the momentum had shifted. We were playing against the greatest show on turf, mm -hmm. right? I mean, this is, this is Kurt Warner's movie, right? I just went and saw the movie and I'm sitting there thinking I was a part of this movie. I was a part of that rookie year sensation. If this catch is not overturned, then that movie probably doesn't exist. <laughs> That's true. They don't go to the Super Bowl that year. They right? don't. Yeah, they don't. And so, and they, yeah. Yeah, they don't go to the Super Bowl, right? It's not a. It's not a fairy tale season. That's very so, true. Absolutely, I catch that ball. <laughs> we're going to the Super Bowl. Sean's going to drop that thing in the back of the end zone. I'm going to toe tap it. I'll probably throw it in the stands. 
and we're confetti's coming down and we're celebrating. You're celebrating there in St. Louis. And Kurt Warner is not we're, wearing we're uh, not wearing that beautiful jacket in Canton anymore. But hey, Bert, absolutely, this was absolutely. this was unbelievable. Hey, man, awesome we really stuff, appreciate Bert. the insight. What a what a phenomenal trip down memory lane. And enjoy it this weekend when the Bucks get you and Sean yet the revenge on Sunday. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. There he was. Bert Emanuel, that's Sean King. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.